Hey hotties, welcome back to another episode of Sometimes Funny, Always Awkward. This is your podcast about nothing and everything, especially being a hot fucking mess. Really sorry, I think my ice cubes were just... It was giving hot girl. Yeah. (laughs) Hot girl, hot mess. (laughs) Welcome back to the show. I'm Maddie. (laughs) I'm Grace. Um, Thanks for listening to me and my ice cubes (laughs) while I drink my ice coffee. Today's a chatty episode. We're having a chat. Let's just hang out, chat. I want to bring up something, though. There is something in particular that I want to discuss. Yeah. It was a TikTok that I saw. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm ready to hear about it. We love TikTok. I'm sure you saw it. I did. It's called the What About Me effect. So this girl, Sarah, made a TikTok, and I don't typically watch the long, chatty TikToks, but this one I was, like, really captivated by because I'm a creator – and it's happened to me on my own videos. And she talks about something called the what about me effect. And I wrote down some notes to explain what it is. Look at me. Oh my God. Who is she? Yeah. So Sarah was talking about something she called the what about me effect. And she describes this phenomenon as a combination of individualistic culture and from people being chronically online. And it leads to some people that if they see something, and in this case on the TikTok feed, that doesn't really relate to them, they try to find a way to make it about them. And she gave a really good example about this bean soup recipe. So she watched <laughs> she watched another video of this girl making a bean soup. And then she went into the comments, and in the comments, all of the comments were like, what if I don't like beans? Or beans aren't good for my stomach? Or what could I substitute beans for? On a recipe, literally, about bean soup. And what she was saying is that the people, when they're commenting, they don't see this video and be like, oh, I don't like beans, scroll past. Somehow they're like, how can I make this about me? Mm. And they're going to comment on that. And it's like she gave other examples. Like it's so niche. She gave It was like a, a girl giving a hair tutorial and she has long hair and somebody's like, but what if I have a bob? Or what else did she give? I've had to shave my head and I'm bald. Yeah. yeah. Or there was a travel video for a waterfall in New Zealand and somebody commented, what if I don't live in New Zealand? <laughs> I, it's actually a, re- it's a really big issue that I see online and I fully agree with Sarah, this TikToker. Yeah. She's really nailed it on the head. And I think when you look at this TikTok thread that she's created, she really talks about like, why this is happening, this should be studied Yeah, because people have lost the nuance to just disengage. If it doesn't relate. From topics that don't relate to them, right? And I think what's really interesting is that a comment came through from the TikTok where someone was saying, I think these people are just a bit dumb, right? Like they're just a bit stupid and they're naive. And she replied back to it being like, this isn't about being naive. This is about people being upset that the content that they've been given is not, what's the word that I'm trying to think of? Like specifically catered to them? Well, it's, yeah, it's either not catered to them or it's not accessible in inverted commas to everyone. And they're highlighting. It's like people go out of their way to be like, this isn't appropriate content for for this kind of person. So how do you help this kind of person in your content? If you're making a bean soup recipe, well, what about the girlies that don't eat beans? Have you thought about them? And it's like... It's this PC culture where we're trying to be like so open and accepting for everyone. But it just means that all content is going to be the same. It's it's not possible. Do you know what I mean? This is the tricky thing when you have like a new rush of culture is... There's going to be, like, a lettered 
side before it finds an equilibrium. Yeah. So with PC culture, which I back. Yes. I'm a PC galley yeah. when I try to be a PC galley. Yeah. Sometimes I still say bitch. she's the bitch no I don't think I can ever stop saying she's a bitch no I love it there's a pendulum there's a pendulum that's the word not leaded foot yeah, Don't yeah. know where I got that. No, nah, you're thinking about the justice scales. Yes, right? and it's I gonna, am. And it's going to meet, yeah. yeah and I'm yeah. talking about like a pendulum. It's going to swing and it's going to find the middle. But you know the pendulum is actually the right metaphor. Yeah. Mine is not. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let it feet. Take what you want. Before we had PC culture. Yeah. And people were just, like, saying outrageous things about different communities and especially minorities. Yeah. And no one was getting checked for it and that's not okay. <laughs> and now I feel like we're swinging into this part of culture of being where like people incredibly- are getting checked for non-issues. Well, yeah, we're trying to be incredibly, ex- like, accepting, mm-hmm. open to everyone because we're, like, really open to diversity yeah. in, in every sense. It's been incredible. Yeah. But now this is what the What About Me effect is. It's everyone's, you're going to get cancelled yeah. for only talking about beans. And that's outrageous. The What About Me-ism is so interesting. I saw another comment that was like, this is going to be a sociology case one day. Absolutely. And as a girly that studied sociology. Ooh. It absolutely would be. Yeah. Like it would be like a te- – this would be like a theory that you would find in a textbook in 10 years where they're like, there was this phenomenon on social media where you weren't able to talk about anything opinionated or not – but this thing – It's not, not even opinionated. Opinions. And that's why it's ridiculous. I don't want to say opinionated. Like you couldn't talk about anything without being highlighted how your content was not accessible for everyone. Yeah. This happens love to it. me – time and time again on my most viral videos which is the stomach videos because I'll make a video about lactose intolerance and then somebody will be like I'm not lactose intolerance and I'm like well good for fucking you (laughs) I love it it's also similar like when it's mother's day or father's day this is a really hard one yeah like there's a big wave I've seen online about like people going out of their way to comment my parent has died and this is really triggering when I see it. And it's I like look- somebody posting something like to celebrate their mother. Yeah. And then somebody will comment being like, well, my mother's died. Um, so this I'm really is triggered. insensitive for yeah. you to post your gra- gratitude for your mum on Mother's Day. Yeah. And that's just really a love ya. But you just need to disconnect from social media that day. This is what Sarah was saying in this TikTok. If it doesn't apply to you, scroll on. Absolutely. Because you have a really great tool, which is your thumb. And it takes a millisecond to scroll past the video if it doesn't relate to you. And that's also how your algorithm figures out what does relate to you. If you don't watch a video to its full extent, it says, wow, these videos about bean soup, I shouldn't serve to Maddie because she doesn't like beans. She, I've she gets too gassy it. when she has beans. I'm a gassy girl. Who doesn't? <laughs> right. I had beans last night. Oh, <laughs> did you have Mexican? I did. I made like a little burrito salad. Oh, you made it. Okay. Yeah, I made my cooking girl era. Slay. Slay. I hate being my cooking girl era, but so am I. Oh. I don't like it. I didn't actually cook last night. I got takeaway as well. Love that. Love that. But back on this final, my final note about this, mm. it's giving main character energy. Main character energy, but with a whiny side character voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trying to be Batman, but you're really Robin. <laughs> I like that analysis of it. No, you're not even Robin. You're in like all of those superhero movies. There's always a villain in the first scene that gets annihilated by the superhero. Yeah. And then the rest of the movie is actually about the bad villain that the superhero has to take down. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? We talk, um, I'm thinking about The Incredibles. Oh, my God. I was thinking about The Incredibles, <laughs> Syndrome. Literally, I was thinking about The Incredibles. <laughs> 
Sandra. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're that that's the voice that they're that's giving. That's the main character. Like, you're not even in it enough for me to remember that your name's Syndrome. Someone else <laughs> but has to say it. What about me? What about me? Here's my theory with <clears throat> what about me effect or what about me-ism. Yeah. Whatever we're calling it. It's, I think it's generational. Yeah. And I think about, and I know we like to make fun of millennials a lot and me as a millennial and I'm always like, shh, leave us alone. But we've always tried to be as small as possible. I think it's a real trend with millennials. We're always apologizing. We're always people pleasing. So valid. Yeah. 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 Gen Z have grown up in a world where there weren't winners. Everybody got a fucking trophy. Remember? Remember things shifted? Yeah, yeah. They weren't hit as children. I was hit with a wooden spoon. I don't condone hitting a child. I don't condone it. That's not me saying. No, (laughs) let me finish my thought process. I don't condone hitting your child. (laughs) But I'm saying that Gen Z grew up in a world where everybody got a participation trophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So everybody won. Everybody got what they wanted as they grew up. So now as adults, because they're adults now, which scares me, they're always like, what about me? Yeah. You're making a recipe that doesn't count, account for what I want. Mm. What about me? Where's my participation trophy? I think as well, like with social media, it's just far too easy to feel like you're making a point yeah. without backing yourself. Because can you imagine a conversation where you and I started being like, oh, my God, I got had this amazing recipe the other night. It was bean soup. It was so good. And you just went, I don't eat beans, Grace. So I don't care. Do you have a recipe that doesn't have beans? And I'd be like, I don't know, Maddie. Go find one yourself. I'm not finding a recipe for you yeah. that doesn't relate to me. Mm. I'm talking about me. Yeah. And that is what TikTok is. Yeah. You post videos that are about you, that relate to you. And if you find a community of people that also relate to you, that's amazing. But you shouldn't change your content to try and be relatable that's beyond what you are. Yeah. Because that's no longer the purpose of social media. Absolutely. And, you know, if you want to comment, do you have a recipe without beans, you should not type that in the comment box on the TikTok. You should go to Google and Google it. One step better, and I actually did this the other day, chat GDP. Oh, love. It's actually really good. So good. So someone made a point to me to say, you can put the ingredients you have in your pantry or fridge and be like, make a recipe. Yeah. And they'll make a recipe for you. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. And guess what? You can exclude beans. You can exclude beans. And this is my issue as a picky galley. What about me? (laughs) (laughs) I would always, like, look up on Google, good dinner ideas, give me a meal plan. And I just want someone to, like, tell me food, right? Yeah. But then when I look at it, I go, "Eh, I don't really like that. Mm. Eh, I don't really like that. But you can't edit Mm. Google. Yeah. And I can't edit the websites that have been built. AI, I can. There used to be apps for that where you could import what you had in your fridge, but it would just give you, like, the worst recipes. I'd be like, oh, really? I have yogurt and I have this, and it would just be like, you should have yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> you should have yogurt and shut up. <laughs> Go to bed. Shut it's 10.30 at shut night. Up. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> Before we wrap up, Grace, what are you loving this week? If you guys remember, if you're a real one, you'll remember that a few – I'm going to say two months ago, I was in love with Troy Sivan's song, Rush. Yes. And I played a little clip. It wasn't a very good clip, but we did it. You're going to sing what it is? What's the song? (laughs) It's not that deep at all. I don't know why I went to that tone. (laughs) Anyway, Troy, baby boy Troy, has come out with another (gasps) song. A banger? It's a fucking banger, Maddie. It samples 
bag raiders. I'm in love with a shooting star and she moves so fast. I'm like drifting off because I don't want to keep going. <laughs> I don't know the song. Okay, so. it's like, dun, 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 dun. do you know that? I can't yes, keep yes, doing yes. Yeah, yeah. So it took me a while for it to land in my head, but I, I it hear it. It samples that. Love. It's just a fucking banger. You should listen to it. And I'm just so deep in my Troy Sivan era. He's recently come out with a home decor line. Yes, he has. And I'm so tempted to buy the candles. Big fucking slay. Apparently the candles are so good. I've always wondered, because as a person mm. online, if I was to create a business, what would it be? Because they all do that. They yep. all get makeup lines or Troy Sivan has his homewares line. Yeah. Some people have clothing lines. What the fuck am I going to do? Hair dye. <gasps> Not dye, but hair products, including no, dye? Yeah, but I would like partner with like a at-home hair dye kit. Interesting. Because you like don't yeah, go to see, hairdressers. But that's partnering with a brand. I'm talking about creating your own brand. No, I know, but like partner with a brand that knows how to do hair dye. And then create my own. Yeah. And yeah, steal yeah, yeah. their recipe. Essentially, knock off who, whatever brand you're using now. <laughs> anyway, what L'Oreal, you- I'm coming for you. <laughs> Schwarzkopf, you better watch out. <laughs> watch your back. Um, what are you loving this week, Maddie? I'm loving a concept called the closing shift. Have you heard of this? Yes. This is also something yes. I found on TikTok. And it's this concept because we're messy girls. So messy. And we said recently in a previous episode that I'm just like, it's okay to be messy. You know, I sleep next to my pile of clean washing, mm-hmm. but it's always on my bed. But I, d- I had found waking up in the morning that my energy and motivation to get shit done definitely was impacted by waking up to a messy apartment. Oh, it does make a massive difference. Yeah. And so, and but I'm so fucking lazy and I'm so messy and I hate, I hate the cleaning. I hate it so much. Mm. And I recently had to clean my shower because I had a real estate inspection and mm. I realized it was like the first time I cleaned my shower in like two or three months. <laughs> I'm embarrassed, but now it's clean. It's fine. We've all been there. But I came across this TikTok explaining this thing called the closing shift. And if you've ever worked in hospitality, it's this concept of like doing a closing shift. You're like, somebody's always on the close yeah. who has to close up, has to do all the cleaning of the restaurant or the cafe or wherever you work. Yeah, even and retail. Even retail, yeah. There's a way, there's like always a checklist of things you have to get done so that the person opening the next morning is ready to start the day. And so like you think of your house as a, the restaurant and you have to close up so that the person who opens the next morning, a.k.a. you, <laughs> comes to a clean apartment. And so like just before I go to bed, because normally I do my skincare mm. and that's it and then I go to sleep. It's part of my skincare routine. It's like I have my shower, I do my skincare, and then I do my closing shift, which is literally just cleaning your apartment. But by putting the title of closing shift on it makes it so much better. I... I started showing Tom Sunday reset videos. Yes. I was like, look how calming these videos are. And I would like sit on my couch like, oh, I love this video. <laughs> then wouldn't do it. <laughs> no, I'm not doing a Sunday reset. <laughs> I'm too lazy. But what I, where I'm going with this is Tom will wake me up on a Sunday now and he'll be like, <clears throat> he'll put this voice on. Okay, rise and shine. It's Sunday reset. Come on. We're doing it. We're doing it. And, and do like, you? Well, he does. Oh. <laughs> Slay, Tom, Slay. Do you know what? I, we turned into like a classic 1990s sitcom the other day because he started the rhetoric. I love the word rhetoric at the moment, obviously. Okay. Word of the week. Word of, word of the month. Um, <laughs> he started his like old campaign being like, crazy, you leave stuff everywhere. This is crazy. All right, mum. And as he started the sentence, I like went, oh, here we go. It's time for the nag. Go on. 
Give it to me. What have I left? Why am I annoying? And I was like, God, that's really awful, Grace. Yeah. If, if, if roles were reversed and I said to people like, yeah, I'm like trying to tell Tom that I don't like that he leaves the house a mess and then he goes, oh, look at you, here we go again, they'd be like, he's abusing you. That's really awful <laughs> and he shouldn't treat you like that. But I feel like if Tom went to his friends and said that, they'd be like, <laughs> loser, why are you nagging? Yeah. Double standards. It's yeah. really awful. I You pushed this tr- baby out of your vagina, so you have an excuse. Yeah, what was the excuse for the last six years before Frank was born, though? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> but now I you also, legit have an excuse. I also, like, keep getting in trouble because I st- I can't refill the toilet paper. I just don't. It's so bad. Tom always does it. I got a text message from him the other day from the toilet being like, this is ridiculous. I wasn't at home and he had to run <laughs> with no pants to go get toilet paper. With poo on his butt. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Sucks to suck, Tom. Sucks to Sorry, I'm going to try better. (laughs) But I've also been sending him hoarding videos and being like, this is what you think I am. But I'm not. I just leave my shoes out. Yeah. (laughs) You just have to let him know that it could be worse. It could be way worse. I'm actually very clean. Look at me go. I'm all right. Yeah. It's all right. Are you going to make a video of you doing the closing shift and put it on TikTok? No, because that's not the kind of content I make. You could make it funny. See, no, because, you know, you're talking about Sunday reset videos and yeah. I've done a cleaning video before as part of my birthday glow up Yeah, yeah when yeah. I was glowing up my apartment. And so the worst thing about a Sunday reset and the reason why, even though they're aesthetic and they're beautiful to watch, you have oh, to remember. so beautiful to watch. You have to remember that somebody between each stage of cleaning is setting up a tripod and a phone to capture it beautifully. Ridiculous. So you're adding in another step mm. in your cleaning process mm. and it's just not a sleigh. Not a slave. Although I have to say setting up a camera to do it makes me do it better. Like I did it better because I knew people would be watching. Yeah, for sure. But the amount of people that commented being like, get a mattress protector was unbelievable. Do you not have a mattress protector? No. You should get a mattress protector. (laughs) I know. I I, I back a mattress protector. I think I know they're good. And as a person who normally bleeds during a period, all people (laughs) bleed during a period. You know, I do this really random thing when I'm on my period. Oh my I gonna, bleed. Oh, my God. It's great. Somebody's going to comment. Some person who doesn't bleed is going to be like, what about me? I don't bleed. <laughs> I'm going to be like, well, not for you. Um, no, but because I don't leak anymore because I wear period underwear. Oh. For some reason, it's so funny. I've always, like, because you know sometimes your period catches you by surprise. Yeah. And even you're not prepared and you'll still make a mess because it always arrives at night. I've Does always yours been, arrive at night? Always at night. Mine arrives in the morning. Good for you. Yeah. Gravity. I don't know, something... But I've, if I sleep in, then I'm like, I oh, still ruin the bed. But yeah. yeah, it comes no. at around like nine in the morning. Mine comes at night. But I should get a mattress protector. But this is... And this is giving away too much about my personal life. But I do a lot of things now in my apartment that's out of pure spite because of my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> and I, I know where this is going. I haven't, yeah. I haven't really gone into depth about my ex because trauma and also I'm scared she'll listen and then come for me orcs I don't know it's just orcs but she had um some really bad OCD yeah um and so like there was a lot of shit that she made me do for her own compulsions and I get it yeah but now I've become more of a grub out of spite because like we used to have to like shower we had had to shower before bed and I am a nighttime showerer but sometimes I'll go to the gym and I'll be like I don't feel like showering I'm gonna go to bed filthy it's fine. Because I can now. It happens. Because somebody used to make me. It's like your journey to freedom. Yeah. Freedom within, like, yourself. It's D- your eat, pray, love. It is my eat, pray, love. Ah, 
your um who's the actress? Julia Roberts. It's about to call her Sandra Bullock and it's definitely not Sandra Bullock. They're the same person. They kind of are, aren't yeah. they? Except Julia Roberts has a beautiful smile. She does. She has a big smile. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I have Invisalign, everyone. I'm very self-conscious about it. You look beautiful. Thanks. I watched Runaway Bride. Oh, the good other movie. Day. Yeah. Good movie. Was, I'd never seen it. And I fucking love rom-coms. Oh. And I'd never seen this rom-com. There's a new rom-com. What is it? That's called Love at First Sight. And it's giving the same. Have you seen it? No, but Where our friend City has. Oh my god! And I watched this, and I was like, finally, a new rom com. Because all I ever do is watch old rom coms from the nineties and early two thousands because they don't make them anymore. No, but there's mean, a new one, and it's good. There was one recently that I watched, and it had Zac Efron in it. I think. Oh, are we officially dating? Yeah, it's it bad. Sucked. It was really bad. And this is what I was going to say. There are some rom coms that are made. They're fucking garbage. Yeah, because they don't have the money behind them because they don't make money. Yeah. But I think statistically they can see how many times the old rom-coms are, made, are watched over and over again on the streaming platforms. Surely that gives make you some insight. more. Just give me a formula. Give me a damsel in distress. And a happy ending. Yeah, and then give me like a strong leading character that comes to fix the damsel in distress. She says, no, I don't want it. And then she realises it's all she's ever wanted. And then they kiss. And then they kiss. God. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I Tom's been trying to make me watch this show called Deadwood. Yeah. It's, like, old. And it's old-timey. I think it's, like, 1700s, 1600s. And we had, like, a quite a disagreement last Ooh. night about it because he was like, I don't understand why you say you can't watch it after only watching half an episode. And I was like, because everyone's talking in ye old English and oh, I have yuck. no idea what's happening and I don't care to find out. <laughs> and he was like, if you just keep watching, though, it'll all make sense. And I was like, nope, don't I'm, want that. I'm not learning a new language. I want to know what's happening now. Within the first five minutes. Actually, that's what happened with Game of Thrones and I'm actually surprised that I pushed through. Didn't watch Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is hard to get into, but yeah, once you're in it, you're in it. I watched one episode and I went, no. Nah. <laughs> and I watched that one episode when the first season came out and I was like, no, I'm not going to get into this. Even though everyone's really into it, it'll die down and we won't have to talk about it anymore. Never died. And then the next eight years of my life was just watching everyone make the same face when I would go, no, I haven't seen Game and did, of Thrones. And did you say, what about me? What about somebody who doesn't watch yeah. Game of Thrones? Where's what about me? my representation? What about me? I just want to watch Friends. <laughs> and I feel like there's no one there like me. No one. You watches are? friends. <laughs> I'm just different. I'm not like other girls. I'm not like other girls. I'm different. Okay, my Don't character. know what that was. I don't know what yeah. that is. Anyway, I think we can wrap up the episode. That's all we have for today. We love you so much. We'll see you on Wednesday. Say bye. Oh, bye, honeys. Love you. <laughs>